The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Coming off the high of number 150. <clears throat> did, did the press hound you about number I, 150? That, that, that's, all, that's, all I, that's all I heard about. I mean, this week, it was it was just oh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Camped outside my house. What about uh, yours? Were they, were they around Tori's house at all? Do you know that? I, he didn't tell me. Well, you know what he said to me? What? Hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 151. 151. As in, oh, you do. know where I'm going. As in Bacardi, 151 wow. rum. Ooh, I did, you know, I, I did not go know you were going, but now I'm with you. And guess what? I'm into rum these days. I, tell you, I told you that, right? Yeah, you're drinking it straight on the rocks, right? Not quite. Yeah, but you may continue. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I found out some very distressing information about Bacardi 151 rum. Is a discontinued wow. brand of highly alcoholic rum made by Bacardi. Oh. Discontinued. They don't make it anymore? No, and okay, so, so I, I right dumbfounded. But is there a but? Well, no, there isn't. It is named for the alcohol concentration of 151 proof, so it's 75.5 percent alcohol, right. which we know right. is higher than your typical rum. But 151 rum was sold in the U.S. and Canada from 1963 to 2016 when it was discontinued. Did we know this? We have a bottle here. Dude, it's a collector's item. Exactly. I got a time out. Let's delete that. Edit, edit, edit. Oh, we don't have, we need some, we don't know where any, we don't have any more. You're going to have somebody break in and try to get it. Oh I, I have a little bottle at the house too. I mean, we, we have a bigger problem. We have a long, we have a sustainability pop problem for you know what? Yeah, yeah. For the bomber party, right. I know. For our flaming Dr Pepper shooters. Okay. Because of its high, higher alcohol content, it oh was particularly goodness. flammable among liquors, which we know. Duh. And it was often used to <laughs> for ignition source source of flaming shots. Our flaming Dr Pepper shooters. Sure. The bottle apparently carried a warning. Advising consumers, do not use this product for flaming dishes or other drinks. Well, guess what? <laughs> we, we ignored that. We've yeah. been ignoring that for 20-some years. I, think we, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of liquids around. It's safe. <laughs> it's fine. I, <laughs> and it's, we, we have no hair, so it's okay. <laughs> we only ever had one minor incident where I think John Boy's arm hair may have caught on fire a little bit, but he's fine. I oh, he. I think yeah, I think he's fine. He's still got a yeah, he's good. I don't remember. And that. he never <clears throat> brings it up to me. No, of course. Why would he? <clears throat> After, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> so the bottles even had a stainless steel flame arrester crimped on the neck, which we know it has that little metal yeah, thing yeah. Over, over the top. But Bacardi faced at least two lawsuits from consumers who claimed to have been badly injured. You know what they need? The what? OCB law firm. Exactly. <laughs> they could get them off. It would be great. They could get paid. And we have experience in this also. <laughs> we, we, could, we, 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 could have, we could have John Mead as a character, a witness. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he could be number one in our, uh, our lawsuit. Exactly. A class action suit. Yes. <laughs> well, Bacardi never issued a formal statement regarding the product's discontinuation. Uh, 2016. Yeah, but it's a pretty good guess uh, they got sick of being sued, right? But I found this out about rum. Here's an interesting fact about rum, besides you drink it now all Listen. the time, apparently. 
Um, Not all the time. Another reason to have rum is that it can act as a blood thinner and combat peripheral artery diseases. You can... You know, Lisa has unbelievable arteries. (laughs) Her arteries are just (laughs) chef kiss. Uh, It reduces heart attacks. Uh And, you know, as long as you're doing it in moderation, it's one of the most healthiest drinks out there. um, The Appleton rum, the dark rum we'll be drinking these days, it's really smooth and beautiful. Mm, Love it. Beautiful. Yeah, is it oaky and fresh? Um, Can you taste notes of uh, charred oak? So to answer the question, yes, but I can't tell you that. And dark brown sugars. We we, we've been to a a rum tasting uh, excursion in in Jamaica, and um, and you know we're we're with with another couple, and once you know you know you know one thing leads to another. Lisa and I I yucking up with people drinking shots of rum. It was great. So I learned a lot and drinking and having fun and, and learning and learning and learning. About you rum. throw that in there, and that's the best <laughs> thing ever. All right, so that's our 151 wow. episode. Yeah, so that yeah, bottle you I'm have. A, I want to go see how much we have left. Yeah, in. go ahead. Uh, yeah, hold, hold, get it. That's hold, fine. Hold on. That is a big, that's a 70, uh, 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. So it's a big bottle and it's, um, we got about half, 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 half. Wow. That could last us another couple years. Who knew? Yo, here's, here's the warning. Flammable liquid. <laughs> Do not use this product for flaming dishes or drinks. So your source was right, Scott. 151 proof rum may flare up and continue to burn. Well, that's why you drop it in beer. Exactly. Wow. Neil, I, I'm probably holding like a thousand dollars worth of liquor in my and, hand and right make, now. Put, I'm going to put it down. Put I, it on the middle of the table, though. <laughs> not, not, not over there. Okay? I'm making you nervous. Yes, we're not, I have now. You know, it has an intrinsic value. <laughs> you know what? If you sold that, you could retire tomorrow. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, Neil. Today in history, what's are you ready on? for this? What's going on today? Today's October second. Is that right? Oh wow! It's already October. Time is just marching on. This is not the depressing downer. Oh, that's coming I, now. I, I will let you know it's coming, yes. In 1853. 1853. Okay, we're starting out. In the Bergerac region of France. I love France. Napoleon Bonaparte invented ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah, so that happened in 1853. Is that why we had a Napoleon? Well, Neapolitan. Neapolitan, yes. It comes from Napoleon because he made it. Okay. Chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. And strawberry, very nice. Yeah. 1865. Well, 1853. Is that what you said? I said that twice already, but yes. But I get six. Okay. Neil's really paying attention. All right. In 1959. 19, uh, okay. Elvis Aaron Presley. Elvis the pelvis. Right. You know him? While he, he was in Germany in the army. Remember uh-huh, that? I've, Got recruited in. Big right. deal. Big deal. Right. He was a test pilot for the USA. Okay. And he was the he was in the first space capsule and performed a low-level geosynchronous orbit around the Earth. Did you know that about Elvis? So what was it? Elvis went into a spaceship and went orbited or some kind of aircraft. Right, one of went, the first aircraft. Not and, it wouldn't be the pod. And, and, and went and went around orbited the Earth. Yes. Is this true? I think it's part of the all all of this is from declassified documents that okay. I found online. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Who knew? I didn't know that. Whether it was, was there a monkey with him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come over here, baby. Why don't you hit that? Uh, let's get some, let's get some bananas and, and, uh, and peanut butter. Hey, you <laughs> lay off my nana. I'm going to make a peanut butter nana sandwich later. 
All right. In Elvis in a monkey in space. Why not? That's great. That would make a great movie. I mean, it, I'm surprised it wasn't in the Elvis movie. I'm sure. I'm, it, 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 it's somewhere. In, it's an idea somewhere in Hollywood. It was. Of, of course right. it is. But now they could do it all digitally, mm-hmm. uh, bring people back, deep fake right. it. Love it. So that was 1958. 1959. Was 59. <laughs> and in 2011. Yes, sir. 2011. Wow. Gray's Anatomy star Ellen Pompeo. Oh, is that yeah, how you sure. say uh-huh. Yeah, we know. Uh, uh, she's been on that show forever. That show's still on. I think it's like in, it is. in, in, in like 30th season or something. But well, you may continue. Well, right. Well, here's what happened. She <clears throat> performed an actual appendectomy surgery on a volunteer with minimal help from the attending surgeon as part of a promotion to uh, promote the start of the seventh season of Grey's Anatomy. In 2011. Yeah. Wow. So she actually did a surgery, you know, watching now, over her. I will say yeah. Lisa has been with Grey's Anatomy from day one. And, and, I th- and I think I think Linda also. Are they still with it? They're still with it. It, Does what, it still but, hold up? Well, I would think what else new Here's what they I would say do? about Lisa and Linda especially. Uh, they're very loyal to the TV shows. Sure. She's I, watching, I, I she's watching the 30 seasons of SUV right now, remember? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, she's up there watching that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and by the way, she stayed, she's been with me for 37 years. So let's just... <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, she, it's, <laughs> she's got that stick to it <laughs> But yeah, so Ellen uh, Pompeo performing surgery. Who knew? That's, That's awesome. Neil, what happened today in music history? You know, this is what this I'll get. This is happened in 1965, but yesterday okay. a song came on the radio uh, on 70s on seven. I thought about this. I was like, what, "Where is this person?" And then, sure enough, today, where are they now? Come, come. I, I, I was wondering if they were alive or not. But today mm. it comes up. I hear in 1965. You do that a lot. What's that? <laughs> are they alive? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm getting old, so people I like are getting older also. All right, so 1965, the McCoys were number Ooh. one on the U.S. singles with the chart with Hang On Sloopy. Love that song. Um, okay, so so who's in, who's in the McCoys? I do not know. Rick Derringer. Rick Derringer. Who invented the Derringer gun? <laughs> no, that's not true. Oh, oh. <laughs> so Rick Derringer had a great hit, and he had a top 30 hit in 1974 called, um, which when I heard it called Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. Yeah. Rock, rock and roll, roll hoochie coo. Right. Rock yeah. and roll. Anyway, Hoochie-coo. so I would go see Rick Derringer like in late late seventies, early eighties, and he would play that song and Hang On Sloopy every hey, time. I mean, Sloopy. you talk about a bar getting up and rocking that. I mean, it was unbelievable. I love that song. Oh, so Hang I love On Rick. Sloopy has such a great it's little a great, groove. Great, great it garage, sits great garage, right in that great, groove. Great, and then Rick Derringer. But I learned a little bit about Rick Derringer. I didn't know he was also on, um, played with the Ed- Edgar Edgar Winter and, um, what's the other guy's name? Edgar Rice Burroughs? The brother, Ed- Ed- Edgar and Johnny Winter. So, you, you know, the Come On, Take a Free Ride? Yeah. And, and Frankenstein, those songs? Yeah. He's on those songs also. No way. You're way. kidding me. Way. He played with those guys. So Rick Derringer, and he's 74 Rick? years, and he's alive. He's 74 years old. <laughs> oh, good for him. Is he still touring playing? It's, his Wikipedia says he's still current. Road trip. <laughs> All right. And that's th- today in rock and roll. Today in history. And today in history. Neil, this just in from the OC Bombers news desk. The OC Bombers softball season is still over. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're going to give the social justice warrior, Ryan. Yeah. we well, Do we have that scheduled yet? We do. It's, <clears throat> it'll be in, I think, two episodes. Okay. We're going to give him his uh, season evaluation on a few criteria that you gave him, the right. critical elements. I have to dig that up, but I'll find it. He's, he's going to plead his case and we will give our honest but fair assessment. Absolutely. Of his managing skills and maybe Andre's too. But. <laughs> 
But Andre won't be here, so it won't be as fun. No. We can invite Andre, but he won't come. No. I, no. <laughs> Not unless we're playing something will he show Exactly. It, it's got to be something. You have to a ping pong tournament. <laughs> yeah. Something with a ball, he'll show up. Exactly. <laughs> I've never played ping pong, but um, I'll learn how to play sure, and, and yeah. compete. <laughs> oh, he would, and he would dominate. That's he's, how good he he's is. He's a lefty also. That'd be tough. To, le- ooh, lefties and pink one are tough. Ooh, that would I th- have trouble with the lefties. That would throw you off your... Oh, you shouldn't have told him that. Okay. All right, Neil, I have a story I wanted to tell you about. Yeah, very Something that happened uh, with me and neighbor Jeff. Shocker. Oh, really? Huh? And it has to deal yeah. with septic tanks. Wow. So do, you, do you have a septic tank? No, we have sewers here in Muckleby County. <laughs> well, I live out in the country. <laughs> Now, Lisa grew up with a septic tank, so I'm, I'm familiar with the problems that can exist with septic tanks. I think that's the only thing I've ever had in my life uh-huh. except at the townhouse. So, always had a septic I've never, tank. And I've never had a septic tank in my life. I've always had a... Oh, I'm Neil. I've never <laughs> had a septic tank. I'm always on city sewer. Now, I really didn't think that was a status <laughs> thing, but you may continue. Oh, I'm so rich. I don't need a septic system. <laughs> uh, neighbor Jeff... By the way, Lisa and Kelly are mad at you right now for me. For being of course they are okay. but you know i love you it's, it's all good all right. um that really wasn't that mean no <laughs> you've been a lot <laughs> oh, oh just wait <laughs> it really cringe when you get mean <laughs> no uh neighbor jeff set this up uh because we both needed our septic sure, systems sure. uh pumped out and it was this guy uh patrick murphy i'll throw his name out there he's been doing this <laughs> what a great name for a septic guy patrick murphy he's been doing it for 44 years oh, since 1978 wow and he averages Two to four a day. His, the tank on his truck uh, takes, I think, 2,400 gallons of sewage. Yeah. And, you know, okay. he, he takes it to the processing plant. So, yeah, what does Patrick bring? He, he brings it somewhere in Frederick? To, to... Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a Frederick County one where you got to go dump it or, you know, right. have it sucked out. But um, I was wow. – he, he shows up and he's like, yeah, I need some help getting the pipes through your garage to your septic outside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, so I'm going to be your <laughs> apprentice – for the day let me get my gloves so i can get these uh hoses and, and, and they're in uh four chunks okay okay that he hooks together uh-huh. and the main hooking together of these pipes yeah is in the middle of my garage so if something goes bad that that connection yes. you're having whatever all, septic all over your all i over am garage. praying the entire time that that but he, he, does he's done this run. he's done this since 1978 what is he what is he, right he's so not, he's He's very good with it. Now, um, what if you weren't home? I wonder what, what if, like, uh, Kelly was home? Is I he, guess he, he would have had to do it himself. Oh, okay. Oh, but he, so he thought you were, like, a, a strapling young man or something? Like I that? think so. <laughs> he saw he saw my jib and said, you, you, sir, you're going to be my Come apprentice. on, big zaddy. Let's do this. <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe when I retire, I could be his assistant. Okay. So, so continue. So, so, so he takes the lid off the septic tanks, and there's some bugs that come up. Yeah. Hey, that's a good sign there, Scott. Oh, good. He's like, okay. And then he takes out this uh, 12-foot rake, P- uh, PCV pipe, okay, okay, and a little rake on the end, uh-huh. and he starts jamming it down in the goo. Getting things going down there? Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is good and moist. This is good, <laughs> and it's making all kinds of sounds. Now, what kind of, I mean, it's, what kind of odor is coming out at this point? How far? Uh, you know what? I was shockingly surprised. Uh-huh. Just a little bit. I thought I was going to be knocked out. Now, is out he wearing a mask or is, is no. Patrick? No, you just do it. And well, do- he does have a big walrus mustache. Oh, of course. So oh, maybe that filters yeah. some of it out. Oh, my 
God. <laughs> Picture but, but he starts, you know, sucking it out. He t- turns on the truck and starts pumping out. He's like, oh, yeah, this is good. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So what it's it, good and moist and moving. Mine is done. Yeah, so you're, and you're, so now it's time for neighbor Jeff. Right. And he starts unhooking the hose. And I'm thinking, I hope there isn't any blowback yeah. re- residue in the hose to come out in my garage. it's got to come through the garage, right? It was clean. It was nice. I mean, but, Patrick knows what he's doing. But, of course, the one that was down in the goo sucking it up, he's like, Scott, why don't you drag that over to Jeff's yard? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Patrick. I'll, I'll do that. Now, you have, you have gloves. So, I have gloves on. So I drag it over through my yard to Jeff's. He pops open Jeff's and he's like, oh, this isn't good. Well, like, oh, not because good. it had a hard layer on oh, top. So it wasn't the, staying moist. Nothing organic happening there. Well, and I hope Jeff, uh, you know, isn't angry with me there. So it was a little harder for Patrick to get things going. Okay. Up. I'm hearing that you got better, better poop than they do. Yeah. Um, but how often should a 1500 gallon septic tank be pumped? Is it? Oh. Every six months, every two years, every four years, or every five years? I'm going to say every two years. Every two years is incorrect. For an average family of four, it's every four years. Really? Yeah. So it had been about four or five years. And how do you know what to do it? Um, Hopefully it doesn't back up. I mean, when he took the lid off, you could tell it was full. Wow. Because I looked and I even took a picture. I can show you later. This is fascinating. Ugh. But how long? Uh, well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I hold the picture. I don't believe really, it. It's fascinating, but I don't see the visual. Could we have Patrick? Maybe we should get Patrick on the podcast. He would be a great guest. He's huh? got a lot of stories. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's full of it. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of uh, septic systems, let's uh, tax your... Oh, you're on city sewer. <laughs> let's, let's go tax that toilet. And when we come back, we'll have some more fun. What Sounds like a plan. TV's most popular roommates are back for another fun-loving season of TV Comedy Gold. Well, Cousin Neil, I'm ready to relax after a long day of fixing lawnmowers. I know what to mean. Attaching the fourth wheeler to the three wheeler lawnmowers is our only income. <laughs> oh my! That noise scared my ever so adorable ears. Well, I know that noise wasn't Suchita because I locked the door with an oatmeal snack cake. Too late. I already let myself in. Uh Uh-oh. The landlord. (laughs) I don't have a good feeling about having a ghost in an apartment. That noise couldn't actually be a real ghost, could it? But I thought climate change wiped out all the ghosts. Tarman, neighbor Jeff, if you have a ghost living here, I'll have to charge you more rent. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Ghost Larry. Come here, little girl, and let's play a nice game of checkers. Heavens to Betsy! I'm ever so afraid of the wrinkly old man ghost. If it's an old man ghost, then I know just what to do to get rid of him. I'll give that ghost some hard candy for my pants pocket. I don't know what are you going to do to neighbor Jess, but I'm a very, very, very scared. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Hey, guys, I have another idea. Why don't we just stuff snack cake zingers into our ears? Then we can't hear the ghosts. 
Tormund! <laughs> the Tormund and Neighbor Jeff Show, the flagship program of the OCB video streaming app. The Tormund and Neighbor Jeff Show is now available in syndication. Check your local listings for program times for your region. The other piece of information that the septic guy said... What's that? That if you were to fall into a septic tank, yeah. there's no getting out. That's so true. That's what he said. He was like, yeah, you ain't getting out of that. It's like quicksand? I, I, I guess it's too slippery? I don't know. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers Podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Hey, speaking of septic systems, Neil. How about a toilet joke? That's the front end of the septic system, isn't it? <laughs> I would say yes. Okay. How did Captain Hook injure himself? I don't know, Neil. How did Captain Hook injure himself? He wiped with the wrong hand. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So he kind of tore himself a new one. Well, that's where your mind goes. That's well, okay. All right. We're getting through these, yeah, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, that was, um, I would say that was okay. Yeah. Uh, Neil, let's do the feedback machine. Okay. Number one, the something old, new, borrowed, and blue. Yeah, yeah. Very positive feedback. I, I, it's got some traction in the Montgomery household. Yeah, I, I dug it. I listened to it. it. Made a lot of sense. I'm working on one that'll come up in a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah, and I'm thinking of who I can challenge. I got a good theme. All right. It's great. But, um, you know, from North Central Pennsylvania. Yes. Drink. Yes. The octogenarian bud. Mm -hmm. I'm too old to relate to any of Neil's music. <laughs> Try 40s big band, 50s doo-wop, or 60s stuff. We did hang on Sloopy today. We, we did, so hopefully <laughs> I never liked that hippie stuff. <laughs> that is good garage band stuff. <laughs> but listen, Neil, uh, Bud is totally with you on hating text messaging. Of course. We, 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 he doesn't us. like it. Uh -huh. He'd rather have an email okay. or, or a phone call. So. I agree. Also on the feedback machine, I, I have to uh, say <laughs> I I was uh, What's the matter? Oh, you're wrong. What's up, fans? Well, I said I didn't see any of Neighbor Jeff's ribbons okay. uh, at the Great Frederick Fair on, on his pumpkins. He had an orange pumpkin that did not have a ribbon, but his white pumpkins yes. did win a blue ribbon. Oh, so wow. congratulations, congratulations to Neighbor on, Jeff. On, on the That's white pumpkin. awesome. So, uh, the, so the albino. Um, the albino. Well, uh, do you use that term anymore? Well, the, the, the Winter Brothers, going back to, to Derringers, they, they were albino guitar players. Is that, is that allowed to say? Are, are they soulless gingers too? Are we allowed to? Say, are we not allowed to say that? I don't know. Oh. But Neil, uh, part of the feedback. Oh, what's um, it? Mrs. Freshly's Deluxe Reese's Peanut Butter Flavored Cupcakes. We're going to have these. Uh, while we go into our next segment. Okay. So here, Neil, you can uh, grab one. And these are from? Kelly and I found these and said, yep. yeah, uh, we got to taste these on the podcast. <laughs> I, it's kind of... Oh, now I got chocolate all over my... Well, look, it, uh, the top, the sprinkles, uh -huh. looks a little Halloween-y. So, yeah. so we're in October, so I thought we could try these. Is it's there, so wonderful. No all right, so all right, here we go. What, what's the flavor of this? I, I, I was so... Ha it's, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in, it's happening so quickly. We're... <laughs> So it's the Reese's peanut butter flavored cupcakes. Mmm. Mmm. Peanut butter goo in the middle. Very Not moist. Not bad. A little sticky to the roof of the mouth. Not bad. Not bad at all. Reese's peanut butter cup. Once again. This is freshly. Very nice. Well, I guess that would pair as a bourbon, but a cup of coffee would be good. All right, Neil. Well, that pairs very nicely. Mmm. Very good. 
All right. All right, Neil, you got a breakdown for us. Right. So um, this week I was, uh, when Scott and I were talking, I was uh, eating eating my, my morning fruit. I've been, I'm, I'm into fruits these days, Scott. I think I told you that, right? Yeah. You said you're way into the fruits. Every day I love having fruit. but I, And of course now it's fall. So what, what's, when you think of fall and fruits, what do you think of? Oranges. No, apples. Oh, apples. Yes. So we're going to do a little, we're going to break down apples today, okay? Yes. But I have to tell you. What's that? I just took a bite of this cupcake yeah. and it was mostly cream. the peanut butter cream in the middle. Uh-huh. And I'm having, what do you call it? A head rush? No. Um, Sugar a, rush? A bite brag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the that, bite brag was good. That good, huh? That mm. was that was awesome. Mm, okay. We're talking about apples. Let's get on <laughs> with the apples. <laughs> all right. So first of all, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. You've heard that your whole life, right? Is that true? <clears throat> that is not true. But it came from a proverb, of course, from- eight, I love it. Origin. 1866 from um, from Old English. Mm-hmm. A, Eat an apple on going to bed and you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread. It was recorded in the Pembrokeshire saying in 1866. I kind of like that one. That mm, that right. has a different uh, cadence. But the reality is Aurora Apple is 86% water, 40% carbohydrates with negligible content of fat and protein. Um, otherwise, it has very low content of micronutrients with daily values of falling well below 10%. So what you're telling me, it's water and sugar. Right, pretty much. <laughs> okay. All right, so now a little background apples. Apples, were uh, they've been around for a long time, and they were orig- originated by the Caspian and Black Seas. Incorrect. Johnny Appleseed. We'll get to that in a little okay. bit. <laughs> but the point is about app, but here, but they it's from the trees and the trees the, the trees came came over in um with the pilgrims. They in were 1700s. not invented in America. No. Oh my goodness. Okay. I didn't and you know they they've been around for they say seven hundred and fifty thousand years. Apples. No way. That's what I'm saying. Seven hundred and fifty thousand years. Scotty, how many varieties? How many varieties of apples do you think there are? Um, when I go to the store, I'm overwhelmed when there's six of them. So I'm going to say twelve. How about 7,600 different varieties? No. Oh, wait. Now, all of them are not for eating. Some of them are for cooking. Some of them for juicing. Some, I mean, it's, I mean, okay, now and, they're that very, I, and they're very localized also. I've, I've never understood that. Like some, you got to use this to bake and this you right. can eat. I mean, well, well, no, you look at this Wikipedia page of 7,600. It gives you the origin of all these apples and what, what the use is and where they're from. And it's all over the world. I mean, this is oh just kind goodness. of- Oh my goodness. Okay. It's crazy. I, I actually tried to look for an Alderodi apple. Couldn't find one. Or my, I thought, oh, maybe it'll be a Montgomery one. Yeah. No. 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 Oh. <laughs> So here's what you well, do. Well, you know, I appreciate the effort. That is awesome. <laughs> I did look. I did. I did. Oh. I said, there's got to be a monk around. Darn it. If there was. Oh. Well, you know what? There's going to be one now. We're going to create our own. Right. But some of my favorite. I got this chocolate stuff on my notes here. <laughs> All right. Some of my favorite ones that you have sure, is, is, yeah. are the Empire, which is a cross between the Macintosh and the Red Delicious. Do you have an okay. Empire? I, I don't how, think so. How about the Fuji, which is another Red Delicious oh. cross? Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard of that one. The gala. Now, the gala yes. is very interesting. Uh, it was named named for Queen Elizabeth, Ooh, who called Queen. it her favorite when she tried it on a trip to New Zealand. You know what? When, whenever we call up to the great beyond and we'll maybe have to ask talk, her about that, we, we have to ask her. Scruff, make a note of that, please. Talk to gala. Uh, talk to her about the gala apples. Um, and here's my favorite right now is the Honeycrisp, right? Now, that was developed by just recently over the last 20 years by the by the breeders of the University of Minnesota. It's, it's Ready for this? Let me, let me read you this description. Has become one of the most popular variants of in the country because of its sweet tart balance with the explosive crunch. So, so there's there's uh, people in labs, right, all over the country, all over the world, just doing genetic research, crisscrossing all the genomes of different apples to come up with different flavors and different kinds. I, yeah, I think yeah, we're gonna get to that. Wow. In a 
is it, do you there's have a, a lab? Si- there's a science to that, by the way. Is is there a lab under under your purview that is working on this? Oh, there will be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, the um, get, what what was the the number one apple of, uh, is still the Red Delicious, right? Okay, I I have had a Red Delicious. Didn't care for it, but it's it's down eleven percent now. The Gala is number two. Okay. Number three is the, is the Granny Smith, which is the tart one. That's the baking one. Right. Yes. Okay. And now F- Fuji's is coming is is coming into uh, fourth place. And, Mo- moving right. moving up with and the I, bullet to number four. It's and the, the Fuji. And the Honeycrisp apple is expected to surpass the Golden Delicious variety to enter the top five for the first time this year. <laughs> We're talking about apples, <laughs> and the Honeycrisp is on its way up the charts. Remember to keep your feet on the ground and reach for that apple. <laughs> Anyway, apple is the most popular fruit cap in, in, in the United States, followed by, of course, oranges. Oranges, yes. Okay, good. Right, got, you got that. that. Here's the thing I didn't know: the United States is the second largest producer of apples in the world. Do you know who the biggest one is? Japan, China, 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 followed by Poland, Italy, and France. Poland? I I just don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. I I wonder what the climate. Do, do you have information on the climate that helps apples, or they grow everywhere? I think they grow everywhere. I mean, you know, I mean, mm. Washington State is a big is, is is one of the big ones in and, here. And you think rainy yeah. most of the time. We're gonna get to Johnny Appleseed a little after this. Well, apples apple trees do take four to five years to produce. So if 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 um neighbor Jeff wants to produce apples, he has a couple apple trees. Okay. Uh, that they don't produce anything. A standard size apple tree wouldn't. starts bearing fruit in eight to ten years. Mm-hmm. And so, so he need he needs he needs to start doing it now if he wants to uh, get that going. and enter them in the fair under right. the OCB uh, so, podcast. All right, let's brand. talk about Johnny Appleseed for a second here. You ready? Johnny Appleseed, big big legend uh, in first or second grade. He yeah. was a real person, and yes, he planted apple seeds all over the United States. But here's the thing: he did it. He did it for conservation. But you know what he did during the Homestead Act? If you planted fifty trees, you then owned that property. Oh wow! So. <laughs> So, right. So, if you create a permanent homestead, and one of the ways to do that was to plant 50 trees at Star and Archer, Chapman planted trees, and then later would sell his land to people. A it's profit a profit scheme. scheme. You know what? I thought you were going to say what he did in every state uh-huh. was father a child. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> but his real name was John Chapman, and he did it all through um, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and parts of Canada. And, no, uh, yeah, I, no I don't need Canadian apples. I don't need that in my life. So, and then, um, of course, in the Chinese culture, is an interesting fact, the word for apples is pronounced ping, ping, <laughs> which also stands for peace. This is why apples are our favorite gift to give, to give when visiting someone in China. Did you know that? I, I've never heard that before in my life. Wow. I, I, and here's a question. We went to Peking Shares. Why do we get oranges instead of apples? That is a great <laughs> question. I don't think I've ever seen an apple at a Chinese restaurant I'm pro- ever. Pro- I'm, I, I, don't, I don't go apples and... and um, no, it's it's always oranges for yeah. dessert. I, I, wow. I've never seen an apple there. Ace du- Well, Ace Duck loved you and he, he never g- and brought peace. you an apple. All right, Scott. Are you ready for a little quiz on apples? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> the science of apples... Apple growing is called science. Po- I'm, I'm gonna have trouble with these words. So give me a second. <laughs> no, our <laughs> listeners love that. Po- Let me get my glasses on here. Give it a running start, there, Chief. All right. The science of apple of apple growing is called pokea, pomology, hortus, or ornamental. I'm gonna go with hortus because it sounds like horticulture. Oh, I put that in there to trick you. You sneaky pulmonology, p o m o l p m o o p m o p o m o l o g y m o u s c. 
It's a big. It's a, I have never heard that word either. Bobbing for apples. Scott, even bob for apples. I have. You got to hold your breath and get in there, and you you know what you got to do. Right. You got to get it up against the side. It's, yeah. Is that cheating? I don't know. Now okay. we we we'd have we'd always have a birthday party for Jake because his birthday's in October. A Halloween party and uh, bobbing. That was a great. Uh, all right. So apple. So apples float in water because they are because of. How much percentage of air? Oh, air. I thought you were going to go with water because you already right. told me that. So is it percentage? Is it a is it a thirty percent? B twenty five percent? C thirty five percent? Or D twenty percent? It is thirty five percent. Twenty five percent. Twenty five. Darn it! <laughs> All right. So we're going to still talk. We're going to talk about the anatomy of apples. And I'm very fascinated with this stuff. There's anatomy in an apple. The average apple has how many seeds? Mm-hmm. A twenty five. B twenty. C, 10, or D, 15? I'm going to go with 15. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're 0 for 3 right now, Scott. That's not good. It's 10. Oh, okay. Right. This is the, the next one's a gimme, but you may continue. By the I, I, I remember as a kid, um, my grandparents in north central Pennsylvania drank. Drank. Uh, they grew up with, with an orchard across the street, and it was apples. Uh-huh. And uh, my grandmother would try to get me to eat apples, and I didn't like the skin on it oh, and the way it made my teeth feel. A lot of nutrient, nutrients in the so skin. So she would peel it off for me, and then I would eat a slice of apple without it. But I remember the seeds in there, uh-huh. too, and like, ugh, get those out of there. I, I should try to eat an apple now that I have my magic pill that takes away the oh, acid okay. and things. So. Maybe I'll do that. You're gonna and I'll get back to you. You know, maybe you maybe you'll revisit apples after this. This all this information you're getting about about apples. And, How can you not? I get excited. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited about apples now, aren't you? <laughs> apples are exciting, Neil. <laughs> all right, this question. I know you're gonna get this next question. Okay. okay. The softball. Which is bigger, a peck of apples or a bushel of apples? Oh, a bushel. Very good. Okay. And as a follow up to that. Yes. How much does a bushel of apples weigh? Is it 10.5 pounds? 42 pounds? 35 pounds or 28.5 pounds? Mm, I'm trying to think. My grandfather used to always give us a bushel of apples once dad had the car already packed <laughs> right? with our luggage and okay. we're getting ready to leave to travel 12 hours back to Michigan. Uh-huh. And it seemed kind you of sure, heavy. You sure it wasn't a peck? And here we go. <laughs> it wasn't a peck. I'm going to go with the 28.5. Oh, it was 40, 42. Oh, so the, the, wow. And no a, no a, wonder a, dad was like, where am I going to put By this? the way, a peck is 10.5. A bushel and a peck. Uh-huh. Isn't that a song? Bushel and a peck? It is now. <laughs> I think it's, it sounds about familiar. What about, is there anything about applesauce? I love apples and applesauce form. I did not know. I did not, uh, I did not go down that path. I mean, you want me to come back and do break down applesauce next week? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should have some applesauce a little later. <laughs> I mean, I could, I mean, I could do that next week. I mean, you know me. Give me, give yeah, me, yeah. give me a project. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that in part two because Neil, um, thank you. That was great. Uh, oh, I have one more question. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. And of course, I could, I could not, um, not have an apple question. What, what I mean, a, a quiz without a music question. Oh, it's not about the, uh, McDonald's, uh, deep fried apple pies that would sear the roof of your mouth oh, and burn the flesh no. from your no, cheeks no true or false oh oh good thank you okay james taylor debut album of june 1968 mm-hmm. is the first non-beatles artist to be released on apple records yes true that is true okay Woo. Got that. <laughs> but i'm looking forward to applesauce next week all right applesauce Mots. so so neil we, we got to put a pin in this apples are great applesauce next week we have got to get to climate change oh. but uh, uh listen apples are worth it yeah I'll, I'll push climate change to the next week for apples any, any day of the week, week. yeah yeah <laughs> hey.
What about an apple cupcake next week? Oh, good. We're going to go out with you chewing on Mike. It's a little dry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, That's Google, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.